0: I'm Chris Turner, and this is the Empowered Parent Podcast. Well, welcome once again to Give Me an Example.
1: Oh my gosh, that was really good game show. uh Wow. House game show of voice. I it, like it. It startled me. I it. did startle <laughs> me a little too.
0: Well, you know, if anyone out there is looking for game show announcers, um, you know, th- there's an audition reel for you. So there you go send a, send, a, send a tweet
2: to at Retrofish.
0: <laughs> if you can figure out how to spell
2: it, you can reach Chris. That's right. Oh no, then just search for Chris Turner. It'll it'll find you.
0: Maybe oh eventually. Goodness. That's a little bit more common of a name than you might think, but yeah. It's like the
1: Bob Smith of
2: Louisiana, Chris Turner. <laughs> the
1: Bob Smith of Louisiana. Oh my gosh! So after Chris's nice big uh, game show announcement, we just went
0: mm,
1: <laughs> a rabbit trail down.
0: That that's about our speed though, so that's, that's not surprising. Um, that's that's, that's
2: plain to type.
0: I so say, anyone who's been listening to us for for long enough knows that they're not surprised by that the least. So oh, my gosh. If, if you're listening
2: to this, you've already listened to the dad's episode where Kayla kind of interviewed me and Chris, but for the first eight minutes, I think we talk about <laughs> grandparent names.
0: Right, exactly. Yeah, so. you
1: know, I mean, sometimes we rabbit trail. Hey,
0: but That's these okay. things are all important. That's right. They're, important. Gra- they're grandma, important. Grandparent names are are important. So Yes, yes. but. So is the topic of this episode. We we we're talking about well, what we, is something that our our parents really struggle with that we could help them with examples of, and the word we we came up with was compromise. Oh my god. Because goodness. I know this was a tool that we struggled with in our house when we first started the connecting parenting journey. So I know we're not alone in that, and so we're going to talk about compromise.
1: Well, it seems so basic, like it's one of those basic tools, like Ryan likes to call it the holy trinity of of connected parenting is like compromise, redo and choices. choices. I don't call it holy, those I just being, say it's the trinity. Oh, it's the trinity. Okay. <laughs> it's the trinity of connected parenting is like compromise, choices and redos, right? But if you're not using them correctly and you hear people go, "Well, you should do a compromise," and and you're not using them correctly, then You go, compromise is stupid. It's just like a, it's just a power struggle with my kid or, you know, I mean, I've heard compromises being used as like a bribe, literally like, if you'll get in the car, then I'll give you Chick-fil-A, we can compromise. And I'm like, that's not a, that's a bribe. You're bribing your kid to get in the car. You're not compromising. And so I feel like it's really important that people understand how to use a compromise because it is my favorite tool and i think the tool that gives our kids such a voice if we use it correctly
2: well before we get into into talking about it um i I do want to say though that it is complicated right when we when we talk about choices we say um eat your broccoli or go to bed early is not a choice (laughs) even though you have presented it as two as two options right um i think there's a similar uh, a similar confusion and misunderstanding of of compromises because at 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 the base of it if you get into the car you i'll buy you chick-fil-a or or some fried chicken sandwich that we're not going to name and just be generic because we have no official fried chicken (laughs) sandwich sponsor of the show if you get to the if you get in the car i'll buy you ice cream um in the face of that that actually does seem like a compromise because i get what i want you get in the car and you get what you want um you get your ice cream but i think for it truly to be a compromise everybody actually has to give a little bit from their position you know it's like mm-hmm. Stephen covey said it's win win or no deal um yeah. and so i understand why there's confusion because that appears as that's a compromise even though in the truest sense it's not the other thing that well,
1: because the kids not getting in the car, they're demanding Chick Fil A. You know, they're right. like, "Buy me ice cream, or I'm not getting in the car." And it almost like in in that way, it's like, no, we're just giving in to a demanding no, I, kid. Yeah, no, you I, know, and that.
2: I get the fl- i get sense. the flaw in it I'm, I'm just pointing out why people might think that, that actually looks like it's a compromise because right. i got what i wanted you on the car and you got what you wanted ice cream but it was more sort of a mm-hmm. hostage situation than a compromise <laughs> really if we're honest right. right um the other thing though that we that, that this is really hard uh for parents is a couple of, a couple of other reasons because we misunderstand what it is number one we're raised to be uncompromising people right losers compromise winners stand their ground i mean all these like john wayne sounding things (laughs) that that sounded bad in john wayne movies right uh but we but we have this real sort
0: of okay (laughs) maybe maybe we can just go live live
2: on facebook one day and debate john wayne movies right (laughs) But, but this idea of, of of to be winners don't compromise. We talk about this all the time. I mean like sports drinks have, have made billions of dollars selling this idea that winners don't compromise. And so it's mm. so ingrained in, in, into our psyche that this idea of compromising really sounds like weakness to us. I think we also, mm. you know, p- parents were raised in the children to be seen and not heard state of the world. And so now having the child use their words to ask for something that they want that's different from what you demand. Is really really confusing to parents, and yes, while it is one of uh, certainly a, a one of our favorites, if not our favorite, it re- is really mm-hmm. it to see it to see why it's hard for parents to embrace it, and it's really to see yeah. why hard, easy to see why there's so much confusion surrounding it.
1: Yeah, because it is it is definitely one of those that you've got to see it in action, and you've got to practice it, and you've got to really embrace what it is and what it is not in order to be able to use it with your kids because if you just on the face of it you're like okay we're making a deal then you can really get into bribery and you can really get into okay the kids like oh great i'm gonna ask for a compromise and you must give me what i want you know i mean i think that was early on we had to establish with our kids that just because you asked for a compromise didn't mean i was going to say yes it meant you got the opportunity to ask And I would do my very best to say yes if I could. And my kids trusted me because I did. I did my very best to say yes if I could, but I couldn't always say yes. And they learned that they had to sometimes accept my no, or sometimes what they asked for was not reasonable and they had to slowly begin to ask for something that was more reasonable that I could say yes to. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, at first kids kind of have this oh, oh, you mean I'm going to get some of what I want? Okay. I want to stay up two hours past my bedtime. Can we compromise on that? And you're like, and no, because sleep is really important (laughs) that we're not compromising on our bedtime. We can compromise on the order in which we do things before bed. You know, there's a lot of things we can compromise on. Um, and I think that, you know, establishing that with our kids, that you're not just just because they ask doesn't mean you're going to say yes. Yep. But also establishing with them that you're going to do your absolute best to come to an agreement that we're we're in this together. I mean, I think that's what that's that's the value we've seen. So our our now 18-year-old son, Kayla we've been has doing an compromise child.
2: Kayla has I an adult an, child.
1: I am pretty sure that makes me old, but I'm not talking about that. I want to so, touch a whole um,
2: episode on that, Chris. <laughs> okay this, i'll, I'll I mark know. that down the aging how kayla i'm north. old yeah
1: <laughs> the aging kayla north yeah <laughs> aging um, very well no. i might add well thank you i appreciate that <laughs> well i yeah so I, we have this 18 year old kid and we probably started doing compromises with him when he was about eight um maybe maybe earlier, than, earlier that. than that maybe yeah. six
2: yeah that sounds right
1: um somewhere in there so he was Elementary, early elementary age, when we started doing compromises with him, obviously it looks different when you've got a six-year-old asking for a compromise about something than it does when you have an 18-year-old asking for a compromise, because I have an adult child now, and while he's an adult, he's also still in high school, and he still lives in my house, and he still has to, you know, follow the rules in our house, and... But I'm also, we're we're learning how to parent an adult child that's, you know, could go out on his own soon. You know, I mean, so I think your compromises look different mm. at different ages and at different places. And so too often I have parents that'll say, well, yeah, I mean, that works really great when you've got older kids. But my two-year-old is never going to learn how to compromise. them like, you want to bet? I've seen it done it, multiple times. Except
2: it's not a compromise of the two-year-old, it's a compromise
1: compromise that's what
2: that, that's what now a now 12 year old said she was two and a half mm-hmm. it's always fun because by the time the younger kids came along we've been doing this for a while chris and so their vocabulary was different at a young age like compromise is a big word yeah i mean and, yeah and, and
1: uh, you use something different at your house didn't you chris didn't you say let's make a deal or something or i remembering somebody else well that, i
0: think you're remembering somebody else we've
2: always no. kind of gone with compromise. So, compromise the reason you think that about chris is because let's make a deal was a game show
1: was a game show and they started with that game yeah. show voice
2: <laughs> Let, let's make a deal let's the,
1: maybe that's what we should call oh, this dude episode. <laughs> That would be well, a great title. I'm sure that's it's
0: copyrighted and the, the whole, you know, yeah, well, listen, rights reserved I mean, and yeah. Well,
1: let's make a compromise.
2: Let's make a know.
0: compromise,
2: <laughs> Chris. <laughs> you I get would that like
1: reflection y- in a title, though. I mean, Kayla,
2: I w- Chris, I would are like. They're really going to get it. Like the next time, so we'll we'll go with Samuel. It's the first one of your children. I thought of the next time Samuel, uh, you know, asks for compromise. Do game showers go, Samuel? It sounds like you want to make a deal <laughs> and just make sure it's being recorded because I want to see it. Later. I was like,
1: going like, to say, make sure somebody records it because this will be funny. Oh I'm my getting gracious, the confusion me. on his
2: face as he just shakes his head and walks out of the room will make me laugh. For yes.
1: He's like, Dad has lost. <laughs> no, he's like, his Mom, mind. I need help
0: yeah Dad might get what he wants in this case i'm about to get some serious thought
2: now yeah, i'll get I'll, I'll let my people get back with you <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> it would be really funny if we could like have a camera crew follow you around for a day and every time your kids ask for a compromise have you do the game show voice and like maybe not maybe it's just funny in my head i don't know <laughs>
0: well what's funny is that my kids learned all about compromise from your kids well, because you're welcome. we were, yeah, yeah, there you go. North. um So we were all at family camp what? one year, and we were hanging out there in the mini lodge in the the, the, the common area. And uh, one of my children, uh, you know, had an iPad with a game on it, or and it was getting close <laughs> to bedtime. And and uh, we said, okay, you know, you guys have got like you know five minutes, and it's time for bed. Yeah, we were setting expectations ahead of time. We learned that right, much up to that good, point, that's right? Good, yeah. Setting expectations, give giving them the heads up, you know, and. Uh, and one of your children, who I I will not name to to <laughs> protect his identity, um, uh, frantically because he was engaged with the game as well, uh, uh-huh. tugged on the, the sleeve of Samuel <laughs> and said, "Dude, you gotta ask for a compromise." And <laughs> he's like, "What's that?" "What's that?" You know, ask for some <laughs> more time, and 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 my, my child negotiated his needs because that's what a compromise yeah. is, right? It's negotiating right. needs, and and said, "Can I have you know?" I, I, I'm sure knowing my, or I'm sure <laughs> my children, they asked for something really outrageous, like because I'm thinking, okay, I just said bedtime's in five minutes, right? You you can't come back to me with, can we can we play for another thirty minutes? No, no yeah, that's not yeah. that's not gonna happen. Um, and so we, we 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 compromised down, and he didn't have to go to bed in the next five minutes. I think we gave him like another ten or fifteen or what have you, and he might have gotten more than that because knowing us, we were all just chatting and not Talking. paying attention to the nobody clock. set a timer. You're right um but uh yeah that's that's how compromise kind of entered our household was uh, uh it may welcome. have it may have entered before that but that's the memory that sticks out the most of <laughs> first times using compromise yeah. and so yeah and you know not shocking because we live in the age of screens uh compromise is still a big player in our house when it comes to screen mm-hmm. time yeah um, but it's made it a little easier to deal with having to end screen time.
2: Absolutely. And, and, um. and, and you know, Kelly is her favorite. One of the reasons it's 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 our favorite is because uh, it says to the children from a young age, your thoughts, your feelings, your words, and your ideas matter in this house. And they matter to me. and And all of that sums up means that you matter. And so if you want something different... Like Kayla said, we always tell the children, and they say, can I have a compromise? My response is always the same. Baby, you can always ask daddy for a compromise. I'm just not always gonna be able to say yes, but I would love to hear what you have in mind. Uh, and because we say yes, whenever we, we, we've, uh, whenever we can, they are able to accept the part that say better. I mean, nobody likes to hear no, but they are better accepting it because they know that they do have that tool in their tool belt.
0: Right. They know they they can ask and they know that if you're able to, they're going to get a compromise out of it, too. Yeah. So in those times when, like you were saying earlier, Kayla, you just can't, you know, because of maybe time or place or whatever, you just cannot offer them that compromise. They're like you said, right, they're going to accept it a little yeah. easier.
1: Well, you said your first uh, example of a compromise that you remember is that right when they were it's the screens. I remember we learned about compromises and we had our now 12 year old was, was, I guess she was two at the time. This is, and it may not have been the first time we used it, but this is the first time I remember something that we had really struggled with getting her out of the bathtub Mm. because she loved to play in the bathtub, getting her out of the bathtub and, you know, to go get ready for bed. I remember we would struggle with that she wanted to play she loved to splash and you know and it was like oh my gosh and it just became such a battle all of the time and then we hear about compromises and we're like i mean so we probably tried it with the older kids for a while and we felt like we kind of gotten it under our belt a little bit and so i try it with this two-year-old and she's in the bathtub and this is kind of how usually i would say you've got you know, five more minutes, then we're going to get out of the bathtub. And then it'd be like, okay, you've got two more minutes, and we're getting out of the bathtub. And then I would say, you know, okay, it's time to get out of the bathtub. And then the screaming would ensue. And I was just like, uh, and so then I would, drain the water and she'd be screaming and kicking and splashing and "Ah, I want to stay in the bathtub I want to play you know all this stuff was happening and so here in this moment I was like as soon as the protest started I said did you want to ask me for a compromise and she's like What's that? You know, and she's a very verbal little two and a half year old at this point. She still is very verbal. And she's very verbal. And she's still (laughs) very verbal. And she said to me, What? You know, she was like, What's that? And she wanted to know what I meant. And I said, If you ask mommy if you can have two more minutes, I'll let you play for two more minutes. And she was like, Can I play for two more minutes? And I said, Yes. Then when the two minutes is over, you can pull the drain okay and let the water out and she said okay and I set the little timer two minutes went by I said okay it's time to pull the drain remember like we talked about she pulled the drain and happily got out of the bathtub and I was like this is like miracle (laughs) stuff like we've been dealing with this forever like this bath time thing was just horrible because she didn't want to get out of the bathtub and now all of a sudden it was like I just gave her a voice and it was like then the next time she was in the bathtub as soon as i said you've got two more minutes and we got to get out of the bathtub or as soon as i said it was time to get out of the bathtub she'd say i have a compromise i have two more minutes (laughs) and i'd say yes and it was always two minutes because she was two i don't know two minutes just was the was the number but i just remember thinking that works so well but i didn't i mean the first time i had to tell her Mm. If you ask me for two minutes, I'll say yes. So I didn't say, well, you can have two minutes if you want, but then you got to get out. But what I made her do was I actually had her physically ask me mm-hmm. for two more minutes. So I told her that's what she needed to do. Then she asked me, and then I said yes. And then I also told her what we were going to do when the, com- you know, when the timer went off after the two minutes so that she also knew at the end of those two minutes what was going to happen. And I think that's the piece that when that finally stuck with me was i'm not giving my kids a compromise really they're asking for a compromise and then i'm either saying yes or no to it you know because we always say give your kids a compromise but really when i say give my kids a compromise it implies that i'm telling them what to do Mm. when the reality is i really want to get to the place where they can go huh you know like Well, and we can talk about different ages, but like I just thought about that two-year-old, you know what that looked like.
0: And I think what you're really trying to say is we're not giving our kids a compromise; we're giving them the tool of the compromise to use with us, right? And with a two-year-old and or you know a three-year-old newly verbal, we are going to have to help them and give them the words to use, right? right? Because they're not just going to think that up on their own. Uh, uh, You know, all of our kids. Uh, are old enough now that they know what a compromise is they know to ask for compromise right. we don't have to give those words to them but yeah for, yeah for those little ones when we're you know first trying to use the, these connected parenting tools with them we're going to have to help them out
2: okay well, you meant you mentioned different ages and stages and, and so i've been thinking about that because uh, the principles are the same whether that age and stage be the two-year-old in the bathtub the 12-year-old who wants to play on his iPad for longer, the 17-year-old who wants to do whatever, right? Or even, let's just be honest, you and I use this with each other all of the time, right? Because it is, like Chris said, it is a way to negotiate your needs, um, which is one of Jude Cassidy's four hallmarks of secure attachment or, as I like to say in uh, Parents speak um, Uh, not hallmarks of secure attachment but indicators of a good relationship so I think that the the, the principles are sound and so you know I don't know if we really want to get into ages and stages but I would like to talk about some of the principles right so so the first thing because when you're younger you're more coaching your children on how to to ask for it and when they're kind of in the in those middle years like the 12 year old you'll say stuff like oh it sounds like you want to compromise and then when the kids are a little bit older we go i feel like with our 18 year old son we're going back to reminding him about compromises right i'm like look you know and he's only been an adult for a week at the time of the recording of this so so it's not like we've got tons of practice was doing doing it with an 18 year old but i'll tell you what it looked like with a 17 with year old with a driver's license um this this is what time you're required to be home and i think we're i think they were pretty pretty giving on that um with whatever his curfew i don't really like that word because that you know sounds like some sort of like emergency state lockdown but but but
1: well curfew to me sounds like you can do whatever you want but be home by this time which is not really you know how we've gone about it it's more like
2: well how we've gone about it
1: be home by this you know time for certain situations how we've
2: gone about it is is you're required to be in this house <clears throat> by this time and he's i mean he's 17 so it was like midnight it wasn't like it was like be home at nine thirty. If for some reason you're not going to be home by by midnight i need to know with enough advanced warning that you're not going to be home and i need to understand why you're not going to be home because
1: right you need to ask me for because he's, he's negotiating what right. he needs
2: right and so that's kind of thing is it is like with the younger kids you teach them how to ask them for a compromise the middle the middle kids you remind them that they're asking for a compromise but with the older kids for us it really has been has been like, look. Now we're negotiating what you need, and we've really moved mm. the language from neg- from. Are you asking for compromise? Is like, just 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 tell me what you want, or tell me what you need, and let's figure out if we can get there together. And and he's been pretty good about that. And, and there there was there have been there was one time when he walked into this house at 12:15, and we had not we'd gotten notice saying, Hey, I'm on my way home. That's all he said about 30 minutes till midnight. And he walked in the house at 12:15, and I said, Well, I'm glad you're home. But please remember, if you're not in this door by midnight, I need to know I need you to let me know that you're not gonna make it and I need you to let you to explain to me why you're not gonna make it, because sometimes I might say, you know what, that doesn't sound like a valid reason for you to break our original deal. And he said, Well, I'll let you know I was on my way home and I said, That's true, you did. But none of that.
1: But if I don't know where you're starting from, it doesn't but,
2: help. But, but none of but none of that was within the framework of the agreement you and I have about this. And the tone of voice I'm using now was exactly how excitable I got because we are, we've done this, we've consistently done this. And now that he is a teenage, uh, you know, teenage boy who just turned 18 last week, we're able to have real conversations with him. And it's not just that the kids feel like their voice matters when they're two, four, 4, 12, whatever. It's now that his driver's license. that he's legally an adult, that we're able to have an adult-like conversation with him over something that I think is really a great adult skill, right? We have an episode way back about, am I preparing my child for the real-world parenting this way, some version of that. And I think that this compromise thing is really a Mm real-world skill that we're teaching our children that will serve them for the rest of their lives.
1: Yeah, because it is something that you use all the time. And so helping them feel like they have a voice and they can ask. That to me is the most important piece of it is not us just telling our kids, all right, well, you know, you're, you're pouting about this. So I'll give in a little bit, you know, like, I'll give you a little bit of what you want. We don't want to bribe our kids. We don't want to, um, we don't want it to be like, I'm giving into a meltdown or a demand or whatever that is we what we want is for them to not have to use those tactics but to realize that Mm -hmm. we're gonna we're gonna listen to their voice that all they have to do is ask us and they don't have to melt down on the floor they don't have to you know use their behaviors to get our attention but they just have to say you know because yeah the 17 year old he could he you know he could have said well i'm just staying out you know me i'm just staying out to whenever and you can't make me you know i mean he's got a car and keys and we could have gotten into a big power struggle but he knows if he's going out he'll be like i think i'm going to be a little later than 12 or i think even before he turned 18 we had you know his curfew was a little earlier than that and he'd be like i I mean, we're starting at like eight o'clock. So I think we're not even going to be done till 1030, you know, would it be okay? But he knew to ask, he didn't just not show up when he was supposed to and use his behavior to tell us too bad. You can't make me, you know, I mean, because he knew he had that voice and he knew that we were going to be reasonable with him because for lots and lots and lots of years, when he asked us can i play on my xbox a little longer we said sure okay how much time do you want you know could i get 10 more minutes yeah 10 sounds fine that sounds reasonable you know when we said it's time to come in and get ready for dinner and he was riding his bike he's like oh my gosh we're having so much fun could i could i play for you know 15 more minutes or could i stay out here until the sun goes down it's just such a nice day mom you know and he knew that we were going to listen to him and so now that he's an adult he still knows we're going to listen to him and we don't have those power struggles of well I'm a grown man now you can't make me be home we're not getting into those battles because for years and years and years we listened to his can I have 10 more minutes can I have five more minutes can I have this can I have that and so he knows his voice matters and I think that to me um is where we're seeing the fruit of a really good compromise is when our child feels like they have the voice and they can ask for something and we're gonna listen to it and you know like i said we don't always say yes but we try if we what was it dr purvis used to always say she'd be like if it's within your power to move heaven and earth to make it happen you know and that's what we did as we were building that trust was said you know if at all possible I'm going to say yes to these compromises because my kid used their words and not mm-hmm. their actions yeah.
0: Yeah, it's to good. get what they wanted. All right. I think that's a great place to wrap this one up. So if you have any questions for us about using a compromise, please feel free to email us at info at one big happy home dot com. You can also ask us questions in our Facebook group for podcast listeners. But Kayla, there's a catch to that, isn't there?
1: Yep, you got to join our Patreon community, become one of our supporters. We would love that. It really helps us be able to continue doing what we're doing. Um, I mean, this, we're just having a conversation and we love doing it, but it does take a lot of time and commitment and those kinds of things. And so it's really helpful to have our supporters that are um, helping us. And in return, we get to help you. So you go to slash empowered parent. And for as little as $5 a month, you can help us continue to put episodes out there and we can give you some perks in return there you go like the podcast (laughs)
0: like the podcast group group. you could you could watch the videos (laughs) of us recording this episode and and others and if you're not already subscribing to the podcast from the patreon feed you can always do so from itunes uh the google podcast store or spotify just search for the empowered parent podcast If you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, we would love a five-star rating and a lovely review in any of those locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening.